Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, and uh, we are joined by our, a friend of a show, David Waters, who does a great job covering the Florida Gators, and he is joining us now. He runs Gator Breakdown and does a great job. You can follow him on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Dave, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for having me, Jason. Man, absolutely, absolutely. It's good to be on with you and, your, and doing your podcast, and here we go again, man, Tennessee-Florida game, and... and um, Whew, Florida looked pretty good against Alabama. Uh, did it surprise you? The, did the performance surprise you? Uh, like it probably surprised a lot of us up here in Knoxville. Did it surprise you? Yeah, it did uh, a bit. I go back to my show last week and my prediction, and I had a, a 40-20 Bama victory, and that's because I didn't think Anthony Richardson was going to play a whole lot versus Alabama. He didn't play, but uh, Emory Jones doesn't play too bad uh, for the Gators through that early pick, but uh, – him and the team were able to settle down once down 21 to three. You thought the game was over. <laughs> I certainly thought the game was over because uh, was one thing I pointed out, Florida cannot let Alabama get off to a fast start and expect to come back. Well, Bama got off to a fast start. Florida came back anyway. So uh, <laughs> they, did, they just didn't deviate from the game plan. Mullen just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, controlled the line of scrimmage, outplayed Alabama for three quarters. They just got down so big uh, they weren't able to come back there. So, look, no more victories. You can take a lot of good from it, but uh, you also got to think you've you got a long way to go if you even want to try and get a rematch for Alabama in December. The thing that stood out to me most in that game was so many guys played their – the, the best game of their career, Emory Jones, Brenton Cox, uh, the offensive line. Not, there you go. <laughs> not, not that the offensive line has been bad, but they haven't just mauled folks, and, and they picked quite the opponent to do so. What, what's the confidence level, I guess, that those guys can be consistent going forward? That's the thing. You know, we uh, going into the season, my biggest question for this offense, and of course, no surprise, was the offensive line. And I thought this – switch to a more run approach offense would really benefit them and offensive line coach John Hevesy is what he recruits for It's what he develops for he'd rather those guys move forward and block 40 times a game instead of dropping back and pass blocking 40 times a game and that's what they were doing last year not suited for his coaching not suited for his development so I thought it would benefit this offensive line we saw it in the first couple of weeks but it was like okay can they do it versus Alabama can they do it versus an SEC team and they did, and they did it all game long. So uh, I think the confidence level is, you know, we saw it the first couple games, saw it versus Alabama, and that it can continue uh, for the skaters' offense. And it, the good thing is um, when you go on the road, and eventually we go on the road in a couple weeks versus Kentucky, you know, a lot of times run games travel a lot. So I think uh, you, you look and see if this, uh, this Florida run game can just – or this Florida offense can just lean on that run game to even open, open up that passing game a little bit as well. Yeah, man, it's been crazy to see, you know, Florida leading basically the SEC in rushing in top five in the country, rushing over 300 yards a game. And, you know, a lot of that is, you know, the quarterback rushing the football. Um, this Antonio – this Richardson fella, man, it just – AR-15, which is a great nickname, um, and he's been getting a lot of talk, um, probably more than the starting quarterback, and that usually happens yeah. whenever the starting quarterback is not lighting the world on fire. Uh, what's his game like, man? How good is he? Is he someone throwing the football that uh, that you think you know Dan Mullen can rely on? Uh, what's been you know the 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 appeal with him? And it seems like the Florida fan base, man, really wants to see him out there. Yeah, come up. Some of it, Jason May, it, it pairs with Emory starting the first couple of games and struggling. And when AR comes in, it was limited, don't get me wrong, but every time he was on the field, good things happened. And he's probably the most explosive player on the Florida offense, even though he's the backup quarterback. So, I mean, Jason, there are, there, there are people closer to the program than I am. I talked to those guys, and even before the season, dating back to the spring, it was eventually he's going to take over. Uh, that's just a thought with Anthony Richardson uh, right now. So he, go, he gets hampered. Uh, goes on an eighty-yard run versus USF and uh, injures his hamstring. That's an that's an injury dating back to the springtime as well. Something he's had to deal with. Uh, so we'll see how much he plays Saturday. But uh, of course, Gator fans just want to see more uh, running, passing. Uh, we have to see. Dan Mullen keeps saying, "Look, you don't, you guys don't get to see everything. There are things that he doesn't do right." Uh, but look, there were times when. Emory Jones wasn't doing things right, and it led to an interception. Anthony Richardson wouldn't do things right, and it still turned into a 20-yard run. Mm. So uh, 
competition comes into play. And that's why we wanted to see him too versus Alabama last week. So Dan Mullen says we'll see you on Friday uh, when his MRI comes back from his hamstring and see how much he plays versus Tennessee on Saturday. If if he is healthy, what do you think the the game plan will be in terms of how they um, deploy both Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson? And did Emory's performance against Alabama? I'm sure it did because it's Alabama and Emory Jones played great. Uh, did did that change maybe your perspective on the quarterback situation going forward? It did, uh, but also I, I did expect, look, those first couple games, everything we had heard about Emory Jones and the negatives of Emory Jones, the lack of anticipation, the lack of accuracy, uh, the, the the lack of being able to push the ball down the field consistently, those are the things that showed up uh, in, in the first couple games. And it's not like he magically fixed him versus Alabama, but the run game was working. Dan Mullen got his legs involved the game, in, into the game plan a little bit more. They built a game plan around him by figuring out the things that he struggled with in the spring and the fall and the first couple games. All right, now Alabama, we can build a game plan with what we know you can do well and what you can't do well. And that's exactly what Florida did. And luckily could also lean on the, on the running back run game as well at the same time. So that helps there. If both guys are able to go uh, in the first couple games, the, it was a plan in the third series of the game, Anthony Richardson would come in and have his drive. Uh, so if he's able to go, that's where that's where I would look. We'll see what Dan Mullen says before the game as well. He was pretty truthful right before Alabama last week, saying Richardson would only be an emergency quarterback, and that's exactly what was going to happen. Jones played the whole game. So we'll see what Mullen says, and we'll also look, look for that third drive of the game because that's when the first couple games AR would come in and, and get his snaps. I mean, I'm afraid what AR-15 is going to do, man. He wasn't 100%, but he's doing Simone Biles type of you know <laughs> gymnastics before the game. I mean, what was that all about? I mean, I, he, damn well, man, he seemed like he wasn't healthy, but, man, he looks like he's getting ready for the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, he did pass his MRI last Friday, too. So, of course, we expect it again this coming up Friday. But from asking around, it was like AR wanted to have a little bit of fun with it. He knew he wasn't going to play and he just wanted to rile some people up. He wanted to have some fun with it. So that's where the backflip came in. He does the backflips before every game uh, there. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's a crazy athlete. I mean, he is going to be – I mean, there, there there's people – I'm telling you, Jason, you talk to people around the program. They are completely excited for this guy. Would not be surprised if he ends up taking over this week – or not this week, this sometime at some point this year. But a lot of that depends on Emory, too. You know, Emory can raise his level of play, and maybe last week not having to look over his shoulder is what he kind of needed and, and to, to, to to elevate his game a little bit. So uh, we'll see what Emory can do consistently uh, with another big game Saturday night. When you look at this matchup from the Florida perspective, Florida-Tennessee – what what makes you feel good about Florida handling business as it typically does against Tennessee? But what also makes you nervous uh, about potentially Florida being on upset alert? Tell you what makes me nervous is uh, uh, a, a slow start on defense. That just seems to be Todd Grantham's M.O., <laughs> and especially against up-tempo offenses. And, yeah, about to go against the best up-tempo offense in the country right now with, 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 uh, with Hypo and what he brings to Tennessee. So that's my worry right there with the, the up-tempo offense versus Todd Grantham. It's something that he has just not been able to figure out. His He's got an old-school mentality with his defense. He's kind of slow to come around. I mean, you saw Alabama get up 21-3, to finally makes an adjustment, and then just lets his defensive line take over. So we'll see if – all right, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of hold off. We won't blitz as much. We won't bring as many guys in the box, but we'll see if our defensive line can continue to take over like they did versus Alabama last week. But I'm telling you, the, the start of this game is, is where I'd worry. And if Tennessee can get up, you know, get up 14 points or, or score 14 points, then we might end up in the shootout there just because that's where Todd Grantham's defense has struggled. Uh, for offense, I still pre- feel pretty good. I know Tennessee's got a – as what stats say, pretty good rush defense here. But uh, you know, Florida just went against a really, really good front and, and ran all over Alabama. So we'll see. And they look, I mean, Tennessee's rush defense could rise to the occasion. We asked ourselves the questions about Florida's run game. Hey, two really good games. The competition wasn't great. We'll see what you can do versus Alabama. They may be saying the same thing about Tennessee. Yeah, you haven't played the greatest competition, but you can only do what you can do. I and mean, when you line up versus Florida on Saturday, that rush defense may, may look like it has for Tennessee the first few weeks of the season. Uh, Dave Waters, Gators breakdown here on the Swain event. Follow him at GatorDave underscore SEC. Receivers, it feels like the receivers are just, on both sides, it's not the same as we've seen in the past. I mean, usually you see 
a couple NFL receivers, ready NFL receivers on both sides. And that just, you know, doesn't seem to be the case this year. You know, Florida right now rushing the football for, you know, 300-plus yards. So, really don't need the receivers. But uh, the tight end was a big, big focal point yeah. last game against Alabama. Man, who who at the receiver position, if we see one of those receiver, receivers break out, who do you think is going to be this week? You got about three choices there. You got Jacob Copeland, who's been around the program for a while. Xavier Henderson, who's been an explosive player so far this season. And Trent, Trent Whittemore, he's been the most targeted. Uh, but the first couple of weeks, they just couldn't get the ball to him. Emory, when he threw, when he would throw to him, would just be way off target. Wouldn't be able to find him. Uh, found him last week, finally. And there was a third and 19 that Emory to Whittemore was a third and 17. It made a fourth and two. And Whittemore makes that very next catch, the, the very next play. Two plays in a row there, very instrumental for Florida in, in staying in that game versus Alabama. So there's the three. I'd probably look for Jacob Copeland still uh, there to be that number one, be the big target. And that's what I'm looking for from this Florida offense for a fast start for them, too. You got to think Tennessee is going to try and key in on that Florida run game after what they saw last week. So there's probably a lot of opportunity for some one-on-one matchups there on the outside and see if you can get a big play in the passing game when defenses have to start worrying about that Florida run game now. Uh, so there's the, the that's uh, as I talked about the start for Tennessee's offense against Todd Grantham's defense. That's what I'm looking for for the Florida offense as well is maybe these receivers get a big play early because of the worry of their Florida run game. What about the Florida secondary? I, I kind of feel the same way about the secondary that Swain mentioned about the receivers, it's it's not that that group of elite guys. At least I don't. It feels like they've taken a step back in terms of having so many elite guys in in the secondary. I don't know if you all feel the same way. I, I like Kyrie Elam more than I like uh, Jacob Copeland. But what what's the level of confidence in that Florida secondary? Because it it, it seemed like every single year. All five guys back there, both safeties, both corners, nickel, whoever's out there is just a stud bound for the NFL, but it seems to be a point of concern here and there. Yeah, they have they have one elite and one stud, and that's Kyrie Elam for sure. Alabama, for whatever reason, just kept throwing his way last week. I mean, don't get me wrong. They got – of course, Alabama has athletes and, and some of the best receivers in the country, but they weren't doing anything on Kyrie Elam last week. So, um, I mean, we'll see. He's – He's probably, I'd say, maybe a little questionable for this game. He got hurt versus Alabama, and he finished the game, but he he probably limping a little bit. He did speak to the media on Monday, going through practice. But that's something I look out for, maybe if he's limited or if he even plays versus Tennessee Saturday, just because I think he is a little banged up uh, there Saturday. So if that's the case, then – you know, Florida at that second cornerback spot opposite of him, it's been rotational between Avery Helm and uh, Jason Marshall, the five-star true freshman there. Those guys have been rotating at that second cornerback spot. But if Kyrie Elam's limited or whatever, those two guys are going to be the, the starting cornerbacks out there for the Gators. Then at safety, you got Trey Dean, who he's getting better there. Finally found a home at safety after they've moved him around all over the secondary in his, his career. So uh, they're – that, that one safety spot, I think you can really count on Trey Dean. They're still trying to figure out the other spot uh, beside him as well, between Mordecai McDaniel uh, and uh, Rashad Torrance. So uh, in the nickel, you got Travez Johnson, who started off very slow last week versus Alabama, but then came on and had a really good game. Darius Perkins played well the nickel star role the first couple games of the season, and we barely saw him last week for some reason. I, I don't know that. So there's some names there, um, but there's still – I still – trying to figure out the best four or five guys they can put back there. Man, good good breakdown. That's probably why you call yourself Gators Breakdown, <laughs> huh, Dave? <laughs> that's, hey, man, that's good stuff right there. So for those that between now and Saturday want to know more about the Gators as Tennessee comes to town, man, how can people uh, be able to get a little bit more, man? Because, you know, we, we've only been able to talk about 15 minutes, but how can people get more if they choose so? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Podcast is out there on every major podcast platform, YouTube version as well. Jason, you join me. So my Florida-Tennessee preview came out in mass this morning. Uh, so Jason and I further our uh, Florida-Tennessee conversation. We get more on Jason's thoughts for Tennessee going into this game. And just a lot. We broke down the 2022 schedule as well a couple of days ago that just got released. So a lot of content out there. Before we get you out of here, I, I'm – sure you're not going to pick Tennessee to win. We're not even picking Tennessee to win. But uh, <laughs> do, you think Hush, man. <laughs> do you think it's going to be a, a close game, a, a fourth quarter game? What, what's your feel on uh, what transpires on, on Saturday? Do you think Florida has a hangover from, from Alabama? How do you feel about Saturday's game? 
They're saying all the right things, but of course that's got to translate to, to Saturday. They can say all the things they want to about the Bama hangover, but we got to we got to go there and see him actually do it. So uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty good game early, just because I am worried about Todd Grantham's defense early versus his up tempo offense. So I think if Tennessee can score early, get some confidence, it will translate. I think Florida eventually pulls away with the run game uh, there, and I think uh, I think thirty seven twenty, thirty seven seventeen, somewhere around there. That's the uh, that's the under. It looks like I think that's fifty four right there. Fifty four points right yep. there from from yeah, Dave. And I got and I think the line's what twenty somewhere around there. So I'm right at that yeah. twenty mark too. 20. So, <laughs> so yes, yeah, Wayne and I were talking about the the over under earlier. It was sixty and a half, I think. And uh, I I think it'll it'll hit the over. He thinks it's going to hit the under. I guess you think it's going to hit the under too. I tell you what, though, if it gets off to that fast start, if Tennessee gets off to that fast start, that, that over might start looking pretty good early on. Well, Tennessee knows plenty about over throws, so we'll, we'll see if Tennessee <laughs> yeah. can get off to that yeah, fast that was, start. Yeah, that was a low blow, man. That was a low <laughs> blow. All right, Dave, thanks so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you. Sensitive topic, man. Sensitive topic right now. Vaughn Nation. Overthrows. Sensitive topic. Big thanks to Dave Waters, man. Good job, as always. Uh, man, I, I do like how he said the best up-tempo offense in the country, man. I did like that, D- that Didn't that feel good? It sounded good. It sounded great. It nice ring to when's it. The, when's the last time that, like, Tennessee football was the best in the country at something that was positive? Uh, special teams. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm how dare you? Dis- how dare you disrespect? Oh, break. Oh, break. <laughs> All right, Sway's going to <laughs> Sway. Sway walked out of the room. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Listening to the Sway event. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market, and from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. 
Give them a call at 865-599-3799. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. If you know your HVAC system is in need of replacement, now's the time to upgrade. Hiller wants to buy your old system. During the month of September, you'll earn a credit of up to $1,500 on select new HVAC systems when you trade in your old unit. Or upgrade to a new tankless water heater and we'll give you $500 for your old equipment. Don't wait until your system fails. Visit HappyHiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Best up tempo team in the country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a graphic. Tweet it out. Feeling good. Feeling good. Is that kind of like a moral victory, I guess? If, yes. If, if the season doesn't go the way we want it to or this game doesn't go the way we want it to, we can say that we got the best up-tempo offense in the country. But here's, w- here's the real question. Do you have the best up-tempo offense if things don't go well? You still can. It just – Ran to a good team. the only up-tempo offense. Is Central Florida not up-tempo with Gus Mazon? They are, but not not at the the pace Tennessee goes. I guess the best up-tempo offense is the most successful up-tempo offense. So, I mean, I know one thing. It's, offense is certainly better than last year. Ooh, that is an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> My goodness. I, I'll never forget. I shared this once, but we had uh, Jeremy Pruitt on the show. Prior to last season, it, it, it was during the summer, and we had him on the show, but we had to record the interview, mm-hmm. like later on in, in the day, and mm-hmm. then play it during the show the next day because he he, he could not come on early in the morning. And uh, I'll never forget you called him, <laughs> and you asked him what he was doing, and Pruitt said, "Just sitting here trying to figure out a way to score points on Georgia." <laughs> they did not score a lot of points on Georgia. So basically, you bl- you blaming us because he could have been spending the, those ten fifteen minutes trying to figure it out <laughs> I, instead of talking I, to us. I know it's not our fault. He needed more than ten fifteen <laughs> minutes to figure it out. <laughs> oh man, he needs to treat it like a 
what do they call it in, in grad school? Uh, the like the final project they have to do, a thesis or whatever. Like yeah. that that is his research. He he would need like two years of grad school uh, of nothing but dedication to how to figure out ways to score against Georgia to actually figure out a way to score against Georgia. He needs like two years. My goodness, man. My goodness. Man, big thanks to Dave Waters, man. I got a lot of love for Dave, man. He's independent, man, doing his own thing and bringing a lot of great content. I got a soft spot for guys like that, huh? Sounds familiar. Yeah, I got a soft spot for guys that grind and, you know, say, hey, man, just roll my my sleeves up and throw in some passion, man, and – uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna do this thing, man. And and uh, you know, Dave has been rocking for a while, and uh, love to su- love to support him. And he brings really, really good uh, perspective. And it's all, hey, it's all good that he roots for the Gators, man. Don't hide it. Don't don't be ashamed of it. But can you be fair? And I think Dave is. Uh, there's no question. I'm gonna be rooting for the Vols. Um, but it's about being fair. And I think I think Dave is fair and. I appreciate him his time joining us. All right, let's hit the text box up. Um, BC One Cam says the Boston Red Sox unveil their yellow and blue, uh, sky blue City Connect Series uniforms to honor Patriots Day and the Boston Marathon, which represent a drastic departure uh, from the team's iconic standard jerseys. Looks like this was on USA Today. So good thing you didn't throw shade. Man. That's why I kept my mouth shut. Because <laughs> typically when somebody wears something that hideous, it's it's for a cause. Yep. And yep. and this is for a cause. On a on a quick side note, I am I am fully prepared. I, at least I think I am for absolute heartbreak this weekend. And and I may need some help from the listeners to help prepare myself for the weekend. Obviously, Tennessee, Florida takes place. 7.30. So that, that already makes it a big weekend. On top of that, there's nine games left in, in the season. And right now, the Yankees have the second wild card spot, and they play the Red Sox this weekend. And either it's going to go really, really well, or it's going to go really, really bad. So I, I don't know that I'm prepared for the weekend mentally because I fully expect – for for Tennessee to lose and for the Yankees to get swept and me just have a, a miserable weekend. And then on top of it, nobody on the Steelers is healthy. Nobody. So they'll they'll lose to the sorry bummy Bengals. I, I just I, I, I don't know how to prepare for this weekend because I just know it's gonna end in absolute heartbreak. So that means if the Steelers lose to the Bengals, we beat the Bengals, we play the Steelers later this season, that means we're gonna win. Yeah, that's right. The transitive property oh, that God. I told did not exist. I told I was told doesn't exist. Oh, yeah. Please, please, Swain, pray for me. Because it's, it's gonna be a rough weekend for me. I I don't know that I'm prepared. I'm I'm going in with high hopes because you have to have high, high hopes for a living. You have to. But I know my high hopes are just gonna be deceased by the end of the weekend. What's today? Thursday? It ain't Friday. I'm a, I really want to put something alcoholic in my coffee <laughs> after listening to you sing. Uh, McVin yeah. Vall says, three years with my beautiful wife today. We love your show. Thank you for being part of our morning. So happy anniversary, McMinn Vols. Rod Lowe says, Swain, I've asked a couple times now. Dang, okay, Rallo, my bad. Let me get to the question. Rallo is like, hey, I ain't gonna tell you no damn more. Swain event. I didn't, I didn't text y'all a couple times. You ain't seen it. Let me, you better get to my damn question. <laughs> All right, Rod, we got you right here. Gerald Jones and Aris Moore, Quentin Hancock, would they start this week if they were on the roster? And the reason I asked is because I was watching some of the 2009 game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Combine those three with Tennessee's current wide receivers room. All three of those guys start, or you, you mix, definitely mix and imagine. Definitely Jones and Daenerys. Uh, you know, I don't know about I don't know about Quentin. You know, you put him versus you know a Valus Jones or or um, or Jimmy Callaway, but man, Quentin Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt's playing well right now, so. A big big game from Jalen, then you know that changes the conversation. But you know, Jalen. How dare you disrespect Cedric Tillman? 
Cedric Tillman and Quentin kind of had the same kind of the same game. Um, I think I think Quentin's a little faster, but I think I mean if there was a question, it would be it'd be Quentin. But hey, number eighty-seven used to get down, buddy. Quentin Hawk Hancock used to get down. I really he learned from a couple vets. Was he uh, a freshman when you were getting leaving, or he, he did was, he come in after you? He was a youngster when me, uh, Meacham and, and and Brett. So he learned from the best. And you didn't pass a torch to him. You didn't play with Denarius or Gerald, right? They, no, they were the year after. No, I didn't. Pl- I didn't play with those guys. I really. I, they were two of my favorite players during that time frame when when they were at Tennessee, the late. How do you, how do you just the late two thousands and and early teens they. They, I really liked watching them play. Gerald, Gerald Jones gets it out of the mud, baby. Yes. That, that dude, it was tough as nails, and he, he's a run-out-the-catch artist. Like, yeah. So I would – We could use those And, two, and right the, the Nairis, come on, man. He was, he was a third-round pick, and, and, and a short stint there light, lit, the, lit the NFL on fire there with the Raiders, man. He was, he was, he was getting it in. Uh, Rod Lowe says, ha ha, I didn't mean it to come across like that. It's okay, Rod, man. It's all good, man. It's all good. Even if you meant it that way. We got to get to a text box, so we're doing that. Uh, Where do you think uh, Chris Brown would slide into the current Tennessee tight end rotation? He'd be number one. You're talking about. <laughs> what you talking about, man? Chris Brown has a record, I think, in Tennessee. Really? Yeah, man. What, for I think appearances? No, I think he's caught more passes career-wise. I don't know. I have to ask him. But that was mentioned during the Big Orange Countdown. Uh, I think it was the first the first game. Was I kinda, he aware of his record? I kind of called it. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I didn't know that. I don't. I mean, I don't think he knows about my about me being in the record book. So I I didn't know that he was in the yeah, record. Yeah, but books. you're easy to forget about. He's Chris Brown. I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna How? Text him. Did did y'all tease him for his name being Chris Brown? Nope, not not ever. Not even when we're not in middle school, Ben. Not even when Rihanna had a rough no, night with Chris Brown. No, no, not Is that one. Why y'all were playing? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. We're not we're not middle school, so we're not going to make fun of Chris. Middle school every Chris, single day. Chris Brown because his name is the same <laughs> as a as a famous artist. You act like you're in middle school every single day. <laughs> uh, hold on, man. Let me let me text Chris. I asked him about this tight end record. I don't know, man. I think P. Fant would have him beat out. What's up? I'm trying not to say back in my day and my guys would do this just so much better. But come on, man. It's Chris Brown. He played in the league. Played in the league. Chris Brown was – and the only reason he didn't play longer is because he's short. He is short. It's the uh, only reason because it's height. That's the only reason, man, because Chris Brown had the second best hands on the team. Behind Meacham? No, behind me. <laughs> I talked to Meacham yesterday. We did a two-hour podcast. I heard uh, y'all going to drop that soon. Jonathan Wade and, and Meacham. So we did a two-hour video broadcast. I processed it. I have to go and edit it. I will do that. How many edits do you have? Uh, a few. <laughs> a few. He got a few edits. A few, a few. It was, it was, it was uncut. It was a loosey goosey time. No, nah, I mean most of it's going to be. I'm going to release it. So I mean, there's there we. It's uncut for sure. And so, uh, Meacham and Wade did a Zoom. Um, it was just kind of cool to kick it, man. It was two hours, so I'm gonna have to cut it up, chop it up, and I'll release it there on Swain Event Plus, and then we'll drop it on the Swain on the Swain Event YouTube channel uh, as well. So I'm calling the West Alcoa game tonight on uh, Sports Animal for Robbery Thursday. Tomorrow um, it's Friday. I got the Big Orange Countdown Saturday, so I got some, I got some work to Saturday. do. Saturday. Got some work to do. So big, I, big game, the big game. Mm-hmm. What mean, do you think? You, you mean the you mean the Browns and the Bears this weekend? I said Saturday. I'm getting ready for the Browns and the Bears, man. Justin Fields making his first start of the season. Well, I hope y'all win. Me too. Forget the the poo poo Browns. Uh, last Chris Brown thing. I got to get this off my chest. Oh God. What do you think Chris Brown's favorite Chris Brown song is? Can you ask him that for me? I need you to text him. And say Ben wants to know what your favorite Chris Brown song is. Okay, answer the phone. Because Ben is in middle school right now. 
I'm over here asking him a real question. Like, hey, man, what record do you hold at tight end in Tennessee? That's my question. Ben wants to know your favorite Chris Brown song. <laughs> what is Chris Brown's favorite Chris Brown song? Oh, man. <laughs> Golly. Who's on the phone? The uh, funny you ask. This is going to be even more ridiculous. We have two people on the line. And guess who they are? I don't want to guess. <laughs> it's Triple O and Dave Tona. We got <laughs> Let me rub my hands together. Yeah, Dave Tona called in like a minute after Triple O. So we'll, we'll get to Triple O first. So Triple O, you get to set the stage. Triple O, good morning, sir. Good morning, brother. Let me get my coffee and just get comfortable with my you gonna seat. Need something, you're going to need something stronger than coffee. But. Man, I wish I had some popcorn, but I don't need the, I don't need the calories right now. So go ahead. Nah, what's up, brother? What's up? How you doing? Man, I'm good. I mean, I heard that uh, since he's going after me today, the uh, twisted goat nipple ran his mouth the other day. So uh, let's set the stage here, right? What? <clears throat> what? 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 Twisted goat nipple. What is that, man? That's Dave Tone. That's Dave Tone's new nickname because he's so absurd and his calls and that rap was so bad. B Rad rap was so bad. Uh, his name is uh, MC Twisted Nipple, Twisted Goat Nipple. That's his rap name. Or well, I like to call it crap name. because that that rhyme that rhyme was bootylicious, not in a good way. We ain't talking about we ain't talking about Destiny Child bootylicious. We talking about ghetto like you need to go wash your ass in the shower, bootylicious. That's what that call, That's what that rap was. Now, first of all, if you want to take shots, okay. You don't take shots at the Kenny Omega of the Swain event. That is me, son. You don't come from the top, okay? You don't come for the Kang. I'm Petty Kang for a reason. Son, you're dumber than a deceased bell on crack. You ain't on my level. Who are you talking to? You down there in Florida playing Twister by yourself and cheating for a right-handed red. You're the only person that probably plays Connect Four and cheat every game and still lose. That's what you are, Daytona. You ain't on not you are not on my level. If this was WWE, I'm the tribal chief. You are just a simpleton in the stand. Let's go back to old school wrestling. You are ham and egger, kid. You are not on my level. And speaking of level, I do want your boy Phils to show out because I do like him, Swain. But let me tell you something else that I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that my boys actually get a first win versus Lamar Jackson and the Ravens on Sunday. But see, this is what I am. I'm loyal. Let me tell you something about about, about this, man, that, that this dude Daytona don't know, right? Me and you been kicking it since your first show, your original show, since you was with Swain and Rucker, since you and I first met at Citizens National Bank on Chapman. This dude don't know, right? Me and you got history. We can joke, right? Because we like family. But this dude coming for me, coming for Mac, coming for Ballstorm, and you be mocking people. You ain't funny, kid. You're literally dumber than a deceased bell on crack. Oh You're like a possum that got hit in the middle of the road. Oh You're the carcass that's getting dragged by crows, dude. Oh Don't step to this. Oh he ain't ready for this. Oh my gosh! What, what have we? What have we have got? What have we? What have we got going on over here, man? I mean, dude, sitting here mocking people, and I've let it go for months, right? His little fake seat Matt calls, his little fake Ballstorm calls, dude. Don't be fake here. If you can't come real, don't come at all. All right. I'm tired of this dude. One, one and one, one and one. Daytona got you yesterday. You came back today. You, you, you came a little strong with the with the twisted goat nipple. Will, First of all, I called I called late yesterday, but that's not all. He didn't get me yesterday, man. This dude would never you. get me. The only thing this dude, the only thing that this dude gets is a is a dead rabbit, and he can new jack swing on its balls. That's what that dude can do. <laughs> that dude is worthless. You ain't right. <laughs> I ain't right. You know what? I'm dead wrong like Biggie. You're right. This call is dead wrong like Biggie. If you're gonna come at this, this dude ain't even worth this dude ain't even worthy of going to the going to my closet, grabbing a washcloth and washing deep. He ain't even worthy of that. He gonna run his mouth about me. Man, you better keep my name out your mouth, kid. Cause if you come to Knoxville, you got earned opportunity. I'll take you to your face. That your mama, that the best part of you ran down your mama's lid while your daddy was telling you. Uh, <laughs> we got to get you off, Triple O. You took it too far, Triple O. Uh, 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 uh. oh. Cross.
crossing the line, Triple O. We're going to have some fights up in here, man. What do you know? Who's conveniently next on the phone? I'm scared. It's Dave Toner. I'm scared. Who had to listen to all that, man. Who who doesn't probably know what to think now that he's been called a twisted goat nipple. Just no cuss words, please, Dave Toner. Oh, my gosh. This is like the Paul Feinbaum show. We got caller on caller of hate going on. Hey. Hey, Dave Toner. Good morning. Good morning. How are am you? I, am I on? Yes, you, you are on. Okay. We need number one, number one, okay, ask him who the hell had to write all that shit for him. <laughs> there you go. See, I told you not to cuss, then, Tony. There you go. Oh, oh man. I told y'all not to cuss. Oh, we, Vol Nation, if you are listening, Papa T in South Carolina. We're going to take a break. Where's Vol Nation? <laughs> Where's Vol Nation's hype music? We need... No, we, we don't need hype music. We need to sing Amazing Grace. We, we need TC to call in. We need Vol Nation. We need Turkey Man. We need all the pastors that listen to this show to call in and end this show in prayer. And Jerry Springer. Jerry, Jerry. I heard there's a rap battle going down at noon. That Jerry. rap battle ain't got nothing on this last segment. Oh, Dave Tonic calls us back, but you can't be dropping four-letter words. Can't be dropping four-letter words. Oh, Daytona. See what you did. See what you did, Triple O. He said he had a twisted gold nipple. He said twisted gold nipple. Oh, my gosh. He said twisted gold nipple. I got to take a break. So, wait a minute. Be right back. Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market, and from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure. 
and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. If you know your HVAC system is in need of replacement, now's the time to upgrade. Hiller wants to buy your old system. During the month of September, you'll earn a credit of up to $1,500 on select new HVAC systems when you trade in your old unit. Or upgrade to a new tankless water heater and we'll give you $500 for your old equipment. Don't wait until your system fails. Visit HappyHiller.com today. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Fellas, I want to encourage you to make your health a priority. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have a lack of motivation or drive, notice some weight gain there or loss in muscle mass. Now, these could all be signs of low T low thyroid, or even sleep apnea, I encourage you to go to the Low T Center. Get that health assessment taken care of. Uh, please, please, it's very easy, easier than you think at the Low T Center. So they are reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and making it easy to get all your, all your levels checked. Not just your testosterone level. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you get all the numbers that you need that are important to your health. Go to LowTCenter.com, LowTCenter Reinventing Men's Healthcare. Let's get back to Dave Tona, and then we got to only take phone calls from pastors. <laughs> We've got one on the line. we got a pastor coming up after Dave Tona, so we, we got to cleanse this show. You know, triple O and muddied it all up. Uh, Dave Tona, good morning. Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound, you sound, you sound, you sound good. Okay. You got a pastor behind you, so you better watch it, Daytona. Hey, listen. I'm going to tell you something. All right? First of all, I don't say anything about anybody until they bring my name into their mouth. That is a point. That's a good point. And he did do that the other day. That's why I responded. You're right. But I'm going to tell you something. You're right. I'm going to be bigger than him right now because he don't want to know what wants to come out of my mouth. But I'm going to tell him he overstepped the, the lines. He went out of bounds. Don't ever bring my mother out of your name. I'll send you a plane ticket to Florida, and we can solve it face-to-face. You don't talk about my mom. That's right. That's right. That's right, Daytona. That's right. Now, this dude, this dude has some serious issues. I don't care how long he's known you. He's the one that brought my name out of his mouth. Mine was out of fun. Mine wasn't degrading. But from here on out, he wants to play it this way. It's going to be degrading. And he could have my phone number, and we could set up a meeting if he wants to. No, I didn't get to that. But you Triple ain't going to disrespect. Triple O will be reprimanded. You ain't going to bring my mom out your mouth. Triple O will be reprimanded, Daytona. You better believe it. You better believe it, Daytona. We're going we, to we'll, – had to get on Triple O about that, man. Triple O is we, banned from calling in for the next week. Triple O is banned until the Lions win a game. <laughs> Whatever we'll you're from. The how, about, how about that, Daytona? How about that? Triple O cannot call back into this program until the Lions win a game. So who knows? We might hear from him around Thanksgiving. Or next year. <laughs> <laughs> we may not hear from him for a year. No, I, it's all it's it's supposed to be all fun and you know. We we don't want we don't want Dave Tony to, to 
to get to that point where he's offended. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't want anybody, to, you know, talking about my family. Um, now, in some cases, I don't, you know, some of my family, I don't care. But, like, you know, I would understand someone not wanting wanting um, to want to talk about their mother. So I certainly understand that, Daytona. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe Triple O will, will, will address that. But we, we got a pastor in here, man. I think we need to go ahead and say a little 30-second prayer right quick just to cleanse the air. Uh, who we got there on the phone? I believe he said his name was Connor, but I'm so flushed right now I can't really remember. So I apologize. I think it's Connor. Connor, good morning. <laughs> Help us, Connor. I'm Help us, please. Help us, Connor. Man, we need to repent this morning. Man, we need something. <laughs> we need some holy water, some anointing oil. It got real so quick. Like, what <laughs> happened? Is, I was actually calling in when they were on hold. So I was like, oh, let me hold on a minute. <laughs> I, gu- I guess the Lord just lined it up. Man, it got real real quick. All right, Connor. <laughs> I just had a question uh, that's actually sports-related. Um, I just got to watch uh, Tennessee Prime last night. Awesome show. Love it. I, I really liked uh, when Matthew Butler was talking about you know, he's like, hey, we about to go down here and take care of business. And if anybody don't feel that way, you know, I don't want to be playing next to him. And mm. I was just ask, I was just wondering, like, are there times when dudes are actually like, yeah, we about to go get beat? Yep. Yep. That is, I don't think he mentions that unless that was a thing that he witnessed. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it was a thing, man. I mean, well, I, mean I, I, don't I know think there's sometimes, like, thing. in – in the back of your mind, where you're like, "Ooh, this might not be good," but having some dudes, having somebody that's just like, "Man, yeah, we ain't got no chance in this." Like, I wouldn't want to play next to that person. I don't, I don't know, Connor. If there's guys that are like, "Man, I don't, you know, I don't think we have a chance." I don't think we have. I think, I think you have some players that you play with that, that may have a little bit of doubt, and when you're going to play at someone else's building inside of the SEC. You can't let 1% doubt seep in. Like, you got to have a 100% confidence that you're going to go down and win. So, I don't think anyone publicly or, you know, with, with the guys, like, I mean, we're not going to win this game. But if you don't believe it to the core of your body that we're going to go down and win, and everyone has to feel that way, then you have a problem. Um, and I, like, I started to get chills. When I heard Matthew Butler, you know, say that, like, "Hey, man, if you don't think we're gonna go down here and do this, and you know, like, he was he was firing me up, and he's very confident. He's very yeah. confident, and um, you know, you have to understand why he's put in a ton of work. He's seen a lot. He he believes in his teammates. He believes in his coaches, and so I'm glad that he's confident. Um, I really am. Now, for us, we kind of maybe see it a little bit differently because we're not in that locker room, but. Um, I think I think in the past there were some guys that just kind of doubted, and you know what they were able to do, and didn't have all the confidence that they needed to have. Yeah, and I think like you said, you know he sees the work they put in. They're at practice every day. You know they they know what this team can do if they execute. And I mean I think if we I think if we can go out and execute really well, like this is a game we could win. And I think they see that every day. But, I mean, you know how on Saturdays that you don't hit everything perfectly. It's just different, especially when you're in another environment. But it's good to see that confidence and not see – you know, like watching the teams the past couple of years, you've seen some just like disunity and you've seen where some people are – you know, they're they're just not completely on board with everything that's going on. And so it's kind of it's, – it's really fun to see that. Even, even though we know the talent level is not where it has been and where it should be, you know, it looks like they're playing for one another. They're all bought into it, at least the guys that we're seeing play. So that's good to see. For sure. For sure, Connor. <laughs> Thank hey, you man. for taking my call. Now give, us, give, us, give, us, give us a prayer, man. On, on, you know, sometime today, we appreciate it. Swain event needs it. Uh, do we have a pastor, preacher, deacon, uh, elders? No, Joe and Augustus said he would play nice, though. Somebody that work at a church? Uh, Joe, Joe knows of a church. All right. I hope. Joe, good morning. What's going on, gentlemen? I do play church softball, so that, that, that counts. That counts. That counts. You are around a pastor. That counts. Welcome All to the right. show. So, last time I checked, come Saturday, Mr. Swain, Mr. McKee, Mr. Triple O, Mr. Dave Tona, 
Mr. Joe, Mr. Volstorm, Mr. Dr. Ball, all of us going to be wearing orange and white. Boys, we all want the same things here. Yes. We want to see Florida go down. Ain't none of us wearing orange and blue. Let's all show a little love for our fellow man, our fellow Vol fan. Let's let this thing settle. Let's have a good Friday tomorrow. Let's have a good weekend. I appreciate everything y'all do. I appreciate all the callers calling in. Boys, let's play nice. There's too many fans out there, too many teams that we hate that we can bang on and not have to bang our heads together. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. That's it, man. I always I always dislike the the fan on fan crime. I you know, I know sometimes it happens, you know, you're a big family, it happens, I get it. But like when it gets when it gets over overboard, it always makes me squirm. You know, I agree with Joe, man. Let's go let's go bang on some other other fan bases uh, instead of our own. So uh, I appreciate that. Bad boy, Triple O. Bad boy. Bad. The funny part is he called in to give me tips on how to navigate the weekend that I have coming up with with Tennessee, Florida, and the Yankees going to get swept by the Red Sox and the, the well, of Steelers. Course Lion fans nobody. Will, of course a Lion fan will try to tell you how to, how to handle but he disappointment. Co- exactly. He called in all, <laughs> all chipper and like, hey, I can help you. I can, I can give you some tips on how to make it through the weekend. Because <laughs> I know my team is 0-2. <laughs> uh, never wins anything. And then and – then, we mentioned Dave Tona, and it was just oh boy, man! When he when he said "twisted goat nibble," oh man, I almost lost it. That was a good one right there. That was a good one. That was before you crossed the line, triple O, to my folks, mama. But the twisted goat nipple, that was a good one. I would admit that was a How good did he one. Even come up with that? That would clear out a lunch table in middle school right there. That would that would shut down. That would shut down the roast session. That that would have started a fight. That would have no. That would have shut down the roast session. Now the mama joke would have started a fight. <laughs> that would have been a brawl for sure. That would have been over. Everybody suspended on that one. All right. Well, we're, All right. we're gonna go over for a minute because we need to get Vol Nation in here to pray. Yes. Pray over us. Vol Nation, please cleanse the Swain event, triple O, then, then, then funk it all up, man. Right, right, right. Hey, man, it's all good, man. We, we're all excited. It's, it's Gator Week. We can get a little bit beside ourselves. But, you know, the biggest thing is just, you know, we have a, a great time on this show. And we're all family. We're all with orange, like old boy was saying earlier. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we can, you know, go beyond some boundaries. We, are, we need to have some personal boundaries. Uh, because, you know, as much as, you know, I, I don't know everybody on this show, you know what I'm saying, but there are certain people I know more and I'm closer to than others, and I can share certain things or say certain things and people won't get offended. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we just need to be cautious about sure. opening our mouth, <laughs> you know, sure. mm-hmm. and saying certain things, you know what sure. I'm saying? So, I mean, fun is fun, but, you know, once again, if I don't really know you, then I'm a little bit more limited in what I can say and what I can't say, you know what I'm saying, because I don't know what's going to offend you. So, I mean, really, with true integrity, uh, both people need to call and apologize to one another and just kind of move on from there and uh, not try to dilute one of the best shows that you know I've ever been a part of that I listen to every day uh, because to me that you know just you know diminishes the integrity of this particular show and this particular program and what you guys stand for. So, mm-hmm. um, but I appreciate it. But I'll, I'll send out a quick prayer that you know everyone would just be safe this weekend. That everybody would enjoy the rest of their day. Uh, speak peace and rest over everybody's mind and hearts. Uh, not to be offended, not to take offense, but uh, once again, just to to relax, take a deep breath, you know, and enjoy your time uh, that we have on this earth, particularly with one another, and li- have an opportunity to listen to this program. So I appreciate everything you guys do, man, and uh, can't wait for us to hopefully beat these Gators down because that would be a wonderful gift. <laughs> heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So all love, all love. We're going to just give a big old hug. Uh, Dave Tona and Triple O, we're just going to hug on each other. That's all we're going to do, man. So a little joke got overboard, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back in get, get back in place, man. Get back in focus there. Um, wow. Wow. Thank you for the phone call, uh, Vaughn Nation. We're serious, Triple O. When you become a Titans fan, you can call back in, okay? Until then, 
Lions win a game, then you are off punishment. You are on punishment, Triple O. You got to go to your corner. She already be in the corner anyways. Ben, sit up in your seat, Ben. Sit up. Oh, I can't. I can't uh, believe it. I, can't, I don't what, know that I'm Where did this show go? The show was so good at the beginning. And it just, golly, man. Mm. I'm, I need to go wash my hands. I need to go. I need some hand sanitizer. Uh, I need something. My head some hurts. Bath and body breathe. works. Some Febreze. Some box, box uh, some, some Axe body spray. <laughs> something. Something. Some Dawn. Don't, don't the Dawn clean oily ducks I need that I need that right now oh my gosh for Ben McKee and Jason Swain we hope you have a great day we'll be back tomorrow 7am Swain event Feel by Dead and Barbecue peace and love